Hello, and welcome to the first episode of That Ain't Right, where we will discuss serial killers and other criminals throughout this podcast. Today's episode will be rather short, but stay tuned for more detailed cases coming up soon. So today we will be talking about Derek Todd Lee, who was a serial killer in the late 1990s in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, who was only sentenced for two killings, but is thought to have killed at least seven, possibly nine. So, first let's begin with his background. He was born November 5th in 1968 in St. Francisville, Louisiana, and he was one of four children. It's important to note that he was abused by his stepfather, and his his mother never intervened, so he never got the help he needed with that. Along with that, he was bullied by his classmates and called retarded and other names because he was in special needs classes and special ed classes. And it it is important to note that when it comes to serial killers, it is important to understand that with their psychology, with a lower IQ, it is more common that someone with a lower IQ may not understand the severity of their crimes a child, which is often a common sign of being a socio or psychopath, and it's one of an early sign of it. Now, I want to compare him to Richard Ramirez, who is also known as the Night Stalker. He was often beat by his father and often surrounded by his sadistic cousin, who was in the military and liked to brag about him sexually assaulting other women. And so being surrounded in that environment is probably not that great for a child's psyche. So, in November 8th, 1981, when Todd Lee was 13, he was his first time arrested, and it was for burglarizing and vandalizing a candy store, and he assaulted a woman right in front of his own mother. As a teen, he also went on to set fire on a car for insurance money, which of course failed, and in July 2nd, 1988, he was arrested for attempted robbery, but the charges were reduced. And again in 1988, he finally met Jacqueline Sims, and they married in August 17, 1988. However, similar to his stepfather, he was abusive towards her and slapped her repeatedly, and even threatened her father with a gun. And it's important to mention this background because he did have such an extensive criminal background leading up to the killings, which kind of made him more of a focus towards the authorities. So finally, in 1998, he made his first killing of 28-year-old Randy May Brewer, and then he killed six more women within six years. Within that time, he cheated on his wife with Cassandra Green, and this is also important because he continued the abuse towards her by threatening to kill and then beat, continued to beat her and was arrested for it. And this continues on his criminal record. So, in May 2003, DNA was matched to the murder of 26-year-old Carrie Yoder. But, at the time, for authorities, the DNA matches were a little too expensive to investigate. So, he was still not caught. However, they were starting to look into him because of his criminal background. So he fled to Chicago, but he was apprehended in the hotel and sent back to Louisiana. It was also harder to catch him because after Hurricane Andrew, 
A lot of DNA was lost, so it was hard to trace a connection. But finally, towards the end of investigations, there was more DNA matches towards the first killing of Randy Maybrewer, and so he was finally arrested and charged for seven counts of murder. He was only found guilty for the two murders of Geraldine DeSoto and Charlotte Pace. So eventually the jury found him guilty and he received the death penalty for the first killing of Charlotte Pace, but his lawyers argued that he should be exempt because he had an IQ between 62 and 65, so it was thought that he may be unable to understand the serious of his crimes. However, because he passed a driving test and had previous work experience, the prosecutors then argued that he could comprehend the seriousness of his crimes. So finally, in December 2004, he was sentenced to death row. However, he died in January 21, 2016, before his execution because of heart disease. So eventually throughout his life, he was sentenced for a long list of crimes, and that includes two counts of murder, two counts robbery, one count vandalism, seven counts burglary, one count stalking, and even more than that. So one last thing I want to comment on, and something that kind of influenced me to discuss Derek Toddley, is that he actually murdered my fifth cousin, Pamela Piglia Kinnamore, and he raped her, slit her throat so many times that she was almost beheaded. Unfortunately, because of the loss of DNA evidence, he was not 